As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Wait till they get a load of me. I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Batman. I am the father. I am Optimus Prime. My name is Bob. James Bob. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! You shall not pass! Here's Johnny! Some men just want to watch the world burn. I'm only human, Harry! Talking movies with Brian Lataki. And here we go. Here's Brian Lataki. You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we fight our past with Michael B. Jordan's Creed 3. The one and only Adonis Creed, you're the best pound for pound fighter in the world. Three years ago, it's been a minute since you've been out in these streets. When I walked away from boxing, I walked away with some unfinished business. You see that man right there? Do you remember him? Hey, hey! Don't let him destroy everything you've built. You're out there boxing. I need you to start fighting. Adonis has been thriving in both his career and family life, but when a childhood friend and former boxing prodigy resurfaces, the face-off is more than just a fight. Written by the team of Zach Balin and Ryan and Keenan Coogler, and directed by Michael B. Jordan in his directorial debut, Creed 3 stars Michael B. Jordan as Adonis Creed, Tessa Thompson as Bianca Creed, Jonathan Majors as Damian Anderson, Wood Harris as Tony Little Duke Burton, Felicia Rashad as Marianne Creed, Mila Davis-Kent as as Amara Creed, and features Selenus Leva, Florian Montano, Thaddeus J. Mixon, and Spencer Moore II. Creed 3, in my opinion, was truly a make-or-break film for the franchise. A new director was stepping in, and not just new to the franchise, but new to the director's chair, and it's also the star of the film. They're predictable movies, so Michael B. Jordan needed to be on the ball to make this entertaining. And during production, it was also confirmed that Sylvester Stallone's Rocky Balboa would not be showing up at all. Why didn't you tell me this before? I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Meaning that the spotlight was on Adonis alone and boy, did he shine. Story-wise, like I said, it's predictable. Donnie is happy and on top of the world. Someone from his or Rocky's life would show up and dominate. Something extra sad but empowering happens, and Donnie takes it to the ring to settle a score. We've seen this film play out eight other times, so we know what's going to happen. And despite its 116-minute runtime, it is a bit rushed at times, but the fight scenes and the montage as expected in a Rocky or Creed film easily makes up for it. But where this movie truly stands out is its incredible sense cinematic shots. During the final fight between Diamond Dame and Adonis Creed, there is an incredible sequence that just needs to be seen if you're a fan of boxing or the Rocky series, which I am. Acting-wise, this movie is pretty well done. As with all other entries in the series, there's a ton of heart and emotion, as well as a ton of fun scenes that really show off the star's ranges. Michael B. Jordan is an incredible actor, and having a genuine superstar of a villain in Jonathan Majors instantly skyrockets this movie past the previous two entries in the Creed series. Overall, Creed 3 is a very fun movie. You would have to have watched the previous two entries in order to understand most of Creed's complicated backstory, but this breaks off a little bit more, expanding on the man known as Adonis Creed to a significantly more well-rounded character. It also sets up future sequels in a very beautiful way. And when you add in the incredible cinematography and dynamite soundtrack, you get a solid slobber knocker of a movie. I give Creed 3 an A. 
Spring is approaching, so it's time to clean up that rugged winter look. Nick and the team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Let's get into movie news you can use and let's start it off with an upcoming project. James Wan's company Atomic Monster is merging with Jason Blum's company Blumhouse and it's announced that one of their first projects will be a feature film adaptation of Behavior Interactive's global multiplayer horror video game Dead by Daylight. If you've never been, Dead by Daylight is a multiplayer horror game where one player takes on the role of the savage killer and the other four players play as survivors trying to escape the killer and avoid being caught, tortured, and killed. Since its launch, in 2016, Dead by Daylight has reached over 50 million players worldwide, with 2 million players stepping into the fog every day. The game features a vast universe where classic horror survives and thrives. Having welcomed iconic characters from TV, film, and gaming, it's only fitting that the franchise expands to new horizons to tell its story. Over in the land of casting, voice cast for the upcoming computer-animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem has officially been unveiled. At the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards, Seth Rogen, who's co-writing the film, announced the Mutant Mayhem voice cast, which features Micah Abbey, Shaman Brown Jr., Nicholas Cantu, and Brady Noon playing the titular heroes. The supporting cast will include Seth Rogen and John Cena playing Bebop and Rocksteady, Rose Byrne playing Leatherhead, Giancarlo Esposito as Baxter Stockman, Ice Cube as Superfly, Jackie Chan as Splinter, Hannibal Burris as Genghis Frog, Ayo Edebiri as April O'Neil, Paul Rudd as Mondo Gecko, and Maya Rudolph as Cynthia. The film takes place after years of being sheltered from the human world, the Turtle Brothers set out to win the hearts of New Yorkers and be accepted as normal teenagers through heroic acts. Their new friend April O'Neil helps them take on a mysterious crime syndicate, but they soon get in over their heads when an army of mutants is unleashed upon them. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem hits theaters on August 4th. Millennium Media's upcoming Hellboy reboot, titled The Crooked Man, has officially started to announce some casting. Jack Kessie, best known for Deadpool 2 and Baywatch, will be playing Hellboy, while Jefferson White of Yellowstone has signed on to play Tom Farrell, and Adeline Rudolph of the Netflix Resident Evil series has signed on to play Bobby Joe Song. Hellboy The Crooked Man will see Hellboy and a rookie BPRD agent stranded in the 1950s rural Appalachia. There, they discover a small community haunted by witches, led by a local devil with a troubling connection to Hellboy past, The Crooked Man. In the comic, The Crooked Man was an 18th century miser and war profiteer named Jeremiah Whitkins, who was hanged for his crimes yet returned from hell as the region's resident devil. It was also announced this past weekend that Bullet Train's Aaron Taylor Johnson, who is considered to be the frontrunner to be the next James Bond, Bond. James Bond has officially signed on to join the cast of Robert Eggers' remake of F.W. Murnau's 1922 silent classic, Nosferatu. Taylor Johnson joins a cast that already includes Lily Rose Depp, Nicholas Holt, and Willem Dafoe, with Bill Skarsgård taking on the role of the title character. In the original film, the mysterious Count Orlok summons Thomas Hutter to his remote Transylvanian castle in the mountains. The eerie Orlok seeks to buy a house near Hutter and his wife Ellen, and after Orlok reveals his vampire nature, Hutter struggles to escape the castle, knowing that Ellen is in grave danger. Meanwhile, Orlok's servant, Nock, prepares for his master to arrive at his new home. Another film that continues to round out its cast is Fidi Alvarez's upcoming take of a new alien movie. The project, which stars Kaylee Spaney from Mayor of Easttown, announced this weekend that David Johnson, Archie Renau, Spike Fern, and Eileen Wu have also joined the cast. Not much is known about the project, but it's said that Kaylee Spaney will be playing a Ripley-type character, and that the film will follow a group of young people on a distant world finding themselves in a 
confrontation with the most terrifying life form in the universe. Ridley Scott is producing the film, which 20th Century Studios president Steve Aspel said they picked up purely off of the strength of Feedy's pitch alone. Over at Legendary Entertainment, it was announced that Jonathan Crystal, the co-creator of Portlandia, has signed on to detect Pokemon Detective Pikachu 2. The script is being written by Chris Galetta, and sources believe that Ryan Reynolds, who voiced Detective Pikachu in the original film, will be involved in the sequel. Moving to the small screen, it was announced that actor Clancy Brown will be heading to Gotham City as he's officially joined the cast of The Penguin and will be playing the character of Salvatore Moroni. In the comic, Salvatore Moroni is a powerful mob boss in Gotham City who also happened to be the one who disfigured Harvey Dent. The Penguin series stars Colin Farrell reprising his role of Oswald Cobblepot from Matt Reeves' The Batman. Over at Amazon, a new project titled Grand Death Lotto was announced, which is a comedy coming from Paul Feig. The project stars John Cena, Aquafina, and Simu Liu, and has the following synopsis. In the very near future, the Grand Lottery has been established in economically challenged California. The only catch? Kill the winner before sundown, and you can legally claim their prize. New LA transplant Katie, played by Aquafina, accidentally finds herself with the winning ticket and must join forces with amateur jackpot protector Noel, played by John Cena, to make it to sundown in order to claim her multi-billion dollar prize. All while dealing with Noel's protection rival, Louis Lewis, played by Simu Liu, who also wants to get her to sundown in order to claim his rich protection commission. Over at Netflix, a teaser trailer was released for an upcoming series titled Florida Man. Maybe we find a highway. Change our luck. Where would this highway go? I don't know. Florida. 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 No. You're from there. I have to go to Florida. Why? So I can leave Florida. Florida Man, which premieres on Netflix on April 13th of 2023, will be comprised of a seven-episode limited series, executive produced by Jason Bateman and Michael Costagan Aggregate. The series stars Edgar Ramirez, Anthony LaPaglia, Abby Lee, and more, and has the following synopsis. When a struggling ex-cop, played by Edgar Ramirez, is forced to return to his home state of Florida to find a Philly mobster's runaway girlfriend, what should be a quick gig becomes a wildly spiraling journey into buried family secrets and an increasingly futile attempt to do the right right thing in a place where so much is wrong. One other piece of casting news that is worth sharing is that Doug Bradley, best known for playing Pinhead in the Hellraiser series, has now signed on to play Joe Chill in the upcoming Gotham Knights series on the CW. The Gotham Knights series takes place in the wake of Bruce Wayne's murder as his rebellious adopted son forges an unlikely alliance with the children of Batman's enemies when they are all framed for killing the caped crusader. And as the city's most wanted criminals, this renegade band of misfits must fight to clear their names. Gotham Knights stars Oscar Morgan as Turner Hayes, Anna Lore as Stephanie Brown, Olivia Rose Keegan as Dula Dent, Navia Robinson as Carrie Kelly, Fallon Smythe as Harper Rowe, Tyler DeChiera as Cullen Rowe, and Misha Collins as Harvey Dent. Gotham Knights premieres on The CW on March 14th. And finally, we end today on some sad but expected news. Actor Tom Sizemore has passed away at the age of 61, following a stroke which caused a brain aneurysm. Sizemore was best known for his roles in Natural Born Killer's True Role romance, heat, and saving Private Ryan. Sizemore had well-documented issues with substance abuse, and regardless of what he was in the news, Sizemore still showed his love for the craft and a paycheck, churning out somewhere around four dozen projects in the last five years. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, I need you to let go of your fear, let go of the guilt, let go of whatever was, and walk into what is. What is.